Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we have Jason and Nikki Ezekiel with us. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, just going to do a relationship uh, uh, topic today. And so a uh, great couple doing some amazing things to make a positive difference coming to us from Maryland. I'm so thankful to have him, them on this episode of the Success Chronicles. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us on. All right. Well, if you don't mind, uh, individually um, telling us, you know, where you guys are from and what it was like for you uh, growing up. Okay. Um, my name is Jason, and um, I grew up in uh, PG County. Uh, I had uh, six brothers and a single family household. Mm -hmm. I had a, a stepfather there, but he was kind of abusive. So we kind of, my mother got away from him when I was like, I think nine years old. But just growing up in the, um, my environment, I mean, it was like to say it was like a, a rough kind of environment. Um, everybody was selling drugs, people getting killed, different things like that. I, I experienced that all the way up till, I guess, till I, I was in my twenties, maybe yeah, in my twenties. And um, I had met my wife. I was having a basketball game. It was in the seventh grade, and my middle school was playing against her middle school. And um, I had, we were having a game there, and one of her girlfriends had, uh, she wanted to meet me. So one of her girlfriends that I knew, and she knew they kind of hooked, she kind of hooked us up like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it was a long, I bet her in the seventh grade. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And y'all are like, what, like 21 now? 22? Wow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's only been a couple years ago. Right? <laughs> what, what, what about you, Nikki? Like. Um, I grew up uh, in PG County as well. Okay. I, up until maybe about, hmm, I want to say third grade. Yeah, about third grade. I was in, in D.C. Then I was on, at my grandma's. We would go to school from there. So my mom and dad, um, they, we had originally lived in D.C. And then they moved in PG County. And then when I was about in sixth grade, um, they, got, they got a divorce. Mm -hmm. And me being the oldest and my two younger sisters um, stayed with my dad. So my dad raised us. I'm one of those, you know, those women that got raised by a man. Yeah. Um, and so we went to school. Um, it was kind of challenging because, you know, at, at the age of 12, I've now become a mom, a big sister, you know. Yeah. run the household and so you know of course at that age i clearly don't have the emotional mental impact i mean strength to be able to handle that type of impact and so um it played a huge part on my identity and um being able to you know have um value myself i went through a lot of abandonment and um 
people pleasing issues growing up, which I, I had that in my book that I wrote. Um, and so going through high school and going through um, the elementary school, I got bullied. Going through high school, um, it was a lot of fighting because I was a pretty girl and all of the guys liked me and then all of the girls wanted to fight me. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of um, rough emotionally for me growing up. And like he said, you know, I think that's the following question. How did we meet? Um, and so, like he said, we met in the seventh grade. But which was, what was really peculiar about us meeting is that we met maybe like four times before we actually hooked up in the twelfth grade and really started dating. And so, like, we met in the seventh grade. We dated for about three months. And the way that we met was one of my girlfriends introduced me to him. So then we met again, probably, I think I want to say middle school. And one of my girlfriends was dating his cousin. And she was like, oh, I got somebody. I want you to meet their cousin. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So I get introduced and it's him. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey. And then it happened again that way. Like one of my other girlfriends was dating his best friend. And she was like, I want you to meet my boyfriend's best friend, best friend. And I'm like, okay. And then it's him again. <laughs> and then the last time we met, um, me, my sister, my girlfriend, we was at uh, a go-go. We were seeing a band. And um, his best friend was dancing with my sister. And his best friend was like, I want you to meet my boy, my best friend. And I'm like, okay, cool. I go over there and I look, and I just look at him. Both of us just kind of look at each other. I was like, you again? We met all those times. Like, we, we, we never really stayed connected. It was like we yeah. were just friends, and then we'd do our own thing. But I guess when we when we'd be out, the people would be trying to, they'd be, we'd be out, and somebody would be like, I know, I know this girl I want you to meet. And then they'd always be, and it was all, we was always just bumping into each other. Just like that. So finally, we just made a decision to date. And it's the rest all. is history. I, I was like 12th grade. So y'all just destined to be together. Everybody thought. thought Thank that. You. Listen, you Thank know, you. We, we just knew that. I think that's what kept us together over the years. Because, you know, a young marriage and, you know, coming together at age 19 and then being married and, you know, and staying together, like, that's those are life phases. And yeah, so, <laughs> and so that was one of the things that we just kind of knew. We was like, okay, even even when we were saying we don't want to be together, we was, you know, that was that inkling of, well, I mean, like it, it had to be destiny where we met. Like I, God must have wanted us together. God wanted us, God wanted us to be together. Yeah, really, because he know what she wanted. I guess he knew both our hearts, and he knew he wanted us to change the generation in our family and to grow up with a good family. And, and, and he wanted he wanted us to see that let our family know that we could um, have a good family. So that's how I think it worked out like that. Man, you know, uh, I'm glad you said that because that's that's one thing I was going to mention too. A lot of times when we go through things in our lives, um, you know, the way we react and respond to things, kind of like you said, you know, Nikki, you know, uh, it's based on our our prior experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's awesome when we can take those rough things or tough times in our life and use those and say, Hey, we ain't going back to that. Yeah. Like, we, ain't, we ain't doing that no more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. just, just like you said, Jason, I mean, it just, it changed a generational thing. So now, um, you know, they look, man, 
well, yeah, I can be in a relationship too. You know, we can have a family too. Yeah, it's possible. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's awesome. So how long have you guys been together? Um, we've been married 24 years and we've been together 29 years. Man, that's awesome. That's good stuff right there. Yeah, we got we have two daughters. Um one is 28 and one is 22. She she's not 28. 27. She cut you for that. 27. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 27. She be 28 in August. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so she's um she she graduated um her master's. She um she's a midwife now. My youngest daughter. She's getting married in November. So just she, she's an estheticianist. See, I think it just makes a big difference when you have a two parent household and, and and your kids can see you growing up like that. And, and it, I think it's, it changes things when. It's a family. I think God, God wants to see family. Now my daughter know they know how to go up and have a family. They don't have to like fend for themselves like um I, like we did. Like they they had they had um somebody they could come to as growing up that can give them guidance through life. Without a doubt, it made, it made a big difference. Well, well, speaking of, of relationships, uh, what are three important things um, you think it takes to have a success successful relationship? You know, we was pondering on that question. <laughs> we was like, and you know, everybody, everybody outlook is different. Uh -huh. And so yeah. um, I, I think, well, I know the first thing that we agreed on is a relationship with God. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, God sent it. God sent it. Because um, we got married early and we didn't, we wasn't, uh, we didn't have God. I mean, God was around, but we wasn't going to church. We wasn't serving God. And I'm a, our relationship was rocky. Even though we loved each other, it's still, we argued all the time. And it wasn't until we both um, were seeking God that we got the love from him and we got <laughs> got to smooth out. I was like, if anybody can be married without God in the center of it, I don't know how they do it. I know we couldn't do it. Hey, hey, how about you say, you said, Jason, you said God was around. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, he was around. I wasn't raised in a church. I mean, yeah. that was where I grew up at, nobody really spoke about God. Mm. So it was like I was living a life without God. So I was living in darkness. Yeah. So it wasn't later on until after I got married that I was, when I was down and I was thinking so much confusion on that I was introduced to God. And so I was introduced to God at church and I finally began to seek God. And that's when things started to happen. Like, you know, you was in the dark, but now you see the light. Yeah, come on. I grew up in church. church. <laughs> he wasn't church. I, I grew up in church. Yeah. I just kind of like, you know, you know, as you are a young adult, you, you think you can do everything on your own. You can be independent. <laughs> you don't need nobody to tell you nothing. You, you grown. You grown now. <laughs> yes, I was grown. You hear me? And so by the time we got, uh -huh. I think he was like 22. I, I got my first apartment. He, you know, we moved, we moved together. We got married at that time. But we did. Uh, then we got married. And that was after we had our first daughter. And it was just like our life was just crazy. And my girlfriend introduced me to um, church. <laughs> and so she was like, come on, go to church. I was like, well, yeah, I need church because Jesus needs to fix this. <laughs> like, he needs to fix this. And so, you know, I get to church. So you know you get to church, then they just talk about, you know, sinning. And oh, yeah. You like, you like, yeah, dang, like, you just talking right this. to you, right? <laughs> So I come home, I tell him, I was like, well, we got to get married because, you know, we can't keep having sex without uh, being yeah. married. He can't be shacking up. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? We let a gap, we got a kid. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, um, well, yeah, we're we going to have to get married. We have to do something. And so, you know, eventually we did get married. 
And so, um, you know, from there, it still was. I remember one time he was like, well, listen, you married me like this. Just because you go to church and you got Jesus, that don't mean I have to. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> you no. kind of rationalize it, huh? You oh my god! It was, but it was, you know, it was rough, but it was good because, like, that was the time where God was really working on me and, and mm. dealing with me and, and and causing me to cultivate a relationship with Him, and not require my husband to be everything to me. Mm. And so I didn't understand that at the time, but I do now. Like, and that's why we both said it's so imperative to have that relationship with God first, because when you come into a relationship, if you don't have that foundation of your relationship with God, you try to get the other person to be to you what only God can be to you. And and that's unfair because they don't have the ability to do that. And so if you don't have that relationship with God, you won't try to change the other person. You won't nitpick everything. You won't criticize everything because you're trying to get them to fulfill insecurities and things in you that they ain't supposed to do in the first place. Hey, I'm going to go church on you, Nikki. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's so true. Like, like what you said, like, I, I totally believe in that. And, you know, I, I, I didn't tell you guys I'm raised in the church as well. You know, my mother and my grandmother were ministers of music in our church. So when the church was open, we was in that thing, you know. Yes. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And so um, same, 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 you know, you get older, oh, I'm grown. I ain't got to go to church, you know. Uh-huh. You, know you learn, hey, I, I got to have God in my life. You had your first hand experience. Yeah. And so true about what you said as far as, you know, being in a relationship and, you know, if you don't have that firm foundation, mm-hmm then everything's going to be rocky because you're yes. looking at other things as opposed to looking within yes. to be the yes. best version of yourself yes. that you can be. When yes. you have two people that come together, that's doing that, you mm-hmm. know, through God, man, mm-hmm. you come together, woo-wee. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a blessing right there. Yeah, when, when tw- you- 29 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's an alignment, man. It's, and it's, a, it's a beautiful alignment because I yeah. always tell people, Love goes like this and then like this. Yeah, yeah. It, it filters down like you can't, it's impossible in the human body to love somebody unconditionally because you don't have the ability to do it without being able to receive God's love first. Mm. Because love comes from God. It doesn't come from us. Because we only love, we only know how to love based upon our own earthly, worldly experience. And so, you know, that's that was our first like that's I know that was a long thing, but that was our first thing. Hey, that was a good having, long one, you know. Having a relationship with God. That's yeah. imperative. Okay. Um, then the second one we had was what was the second one? Oh, he said honesty mm. and I said friendship. Okay. That was the second one. But then I put it together and I was like, well, honesty produces friendship. Mm. Because when you're in a when you're in a relationship, and because the key thing I learned is is that you have to like the person that you're with. Like we are, you know, I pondered with the friendship and the love, right? Because people think that when you get in a relationship, the first thing that's supposed to come is love. 
But in my experience, I believe the first thing that should come is friendship. Because when you have, when you're creating a friendship, you don't have um, expectations. You don't have pre-perimeters. It's like you just be with the person with who they are. And then, and then you can make a, a substantial um, assessment of if this is a person that you want to be with and spend your life with without any like strings attached because you know if you saying that you love a person first by the time you get through the friendship point you like you all jacked up in your emotions like you don't know how to you can't walk away in a healthy way because you haven't developed that friendship you develop like a, a loyalty first and so that's why i think friendship is so important first and out of friendship you get to see if the person is honest you get to see the person's character. You get to see their likes and their dislikes. Like you get to see all of that without the expectation of, oh, I got to be this way so they can like me. I love the way you explain that um, because because it's so true, you know, like uh, coming from an athletic perspective, you know, mm -hmm. like reps make you better. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And the more you get to study and learn the person, just like you said, and be around the person, you know, and you guys grow together. Uh -huh, uh -huh. you know like you know you you learn those things oh yeah this throws her off he don't like this you know uh -huh, uh -huh. it makes her happy uh -huh. and that when the other person takes the time to learn that person yeah i think that's what makes it a, a really a beautiful thing because you see that they're putting in the effort yeah you know, that they're putting in the effort well so I got to match that effort, you know, like as a competitor, <laughs> like, man, she ain't gonna outlove me. <laughs> <You know? All right. laughs> I got to love okay. that girl too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man, like being friends first. Cause when you come first, when you're trying to get with somebody, you're not putting, well, you come as a facade. You know, you, you, you when you come in, they don't see the real version. No, you don't see the real version. You don't see the real version. All the stuff that they've been through, all, you just see the good side. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why that's why I say the yeah, right when you say about the friends. Then you can learn your friend before yeah. you try to jump into a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I remember it's so funny. We were talking about this the other day at the um, dinner table without eating, and he said to me, he was like, you know. You didn't show me the abandonment part of you. You didn't show me the rejection yeah. part of you. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, you're right, I did. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, it's funny. I'm going to tell a story about me and my wife, right? So, like, my wife, we met, and we were friends in high school, and we didn't date. And, you know, later, <clears throat> we ended up dating, you know, linking up. And you know, we've been married for 20 years now. Okay. But, uh, but uh, you know, like when we were first dating, right? You know, and I knew who she was because we from the same area, went to school together, and you know, good friend. You know, we were good friends, and you know, we were um, at this, I don't know, this swap meet, whatever, you know, uh, and the, we was getting a necklace or something, and the, and the lady, you know, had told her, you know, I charge you this and no tax, yada yada. We get up to the register, and the lady like charge her two dollars extra for tax, right? You know, like from thirty to thirty-two, and she goes nuts, right? And I'm like, I'm like, man, who is this? Hey, girl, I know where did that come from. 
you know, right? You know, and we and we still joke about it today. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like, hey, hey, I'll give you two dollars. Like, uh, <laughs> like it ain't that, it ain't that. You know, you ain't gotta be all the left. You know, but then you know, later we talked about kind of where it all comes from, you know, and we and we worked through that. But like you said, like up front, like, man, who is that? <laughs> you know, where did she come from? <laughs> Take her back, please. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, just hey, just hey, yeah. hey, hey, come on, it's all right. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Hey, it ain't that big. I got yeah. you. Let's go. I'll pay for the two. Like, girl, you know what? I got it all. Thirty-two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But but the third one. What do you guys have on that one? He said um, communication, and communication mm-hmm. produces the love. Mm-hmm. We, uh, um, we just, you know. That's being, being able to talk and listen to each other, letting letting her talk, and she's letting me talk without trying to come back with an answer, but really sitting there, listening attentively, you know, letting her get her thoughts out where she can feel comfortable to talk, and I guess vice versa for her. Yeah, like, um, I think, well, I'm going to say I think I know because we've learned this and we've grown through this, but, um, you know, communication does produce love because the key thing is, is that each person has the opportunity to self-express. And oftentimes to be able to self-express, you have to be in a safe place. Like mm. people are not going to give you their their heart. They're not going to give you the words out of their heart unless they feel safe. And so I believe in communicating, communicating creates their safe place because you get to say, well, when you did that, I didn't feel love. I know you love me, but I didn't feel the expression of your love when you did that. And so oftentimes we don't we'll suffer in silence and we won't tell each other how each other's behavior impacts us. And then, and then the other person doesn't know how to give you the space to work, work through your own emotions of that, that thing that impacted you. And so when communication comes in play, you get to, one, take yourself out of the space because it's not about you. And then you get to create the space for that person to be genuinely, authentically who they are. And communication creates that in in a relationship. I I like that. You know, you said, you know, it's not about you. I think uh, when you do things with, with unselfish motives, Mm-hmm. You know, I think you get those far back in return. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, when you, like you said, when you communicate and saying, you know, I guess it's seeking for not to be understood, but seeking for understanding. Yeah. You know, if you will, you know, like I'm, I'm just trying to understand. Like I'm not perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, all the answers, but I'm just trying to understand, and mm-hmm. we can work through it together. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got two. We got two people that. Like if I say red, she says blue. So we we're very different. Yeah. So so you got to be able to not just uh, think your way is the best way, but which way that we can come together to make it work to make it work out where we can come into agreement. But I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you with this, Jason. Like that's where the beauty and that's where the fun comes. Yeah. You know, because because like you know, like you're different. You know, just like I said, like like that girl went nuts. You know, and I'm like. <laughs> I am not that guy, you know, like, hey, so you got to find the balance in there, you know, and so, like, I think, I think it's awesome, and, and it makes for a fun ride, too, it does. 
And I think, you know, one of the things I, I tell married couples when I'm coaching them is, is that when you get to the place where there's no competition, there's completion, then you are at a place of like true alignment with each other because when you really understand that, right, I'm supposed to be red and he's supposed to be blue because in my blind spot, he can see. Mm-hmm. And, and his blind spot, I can see. Right. And that's what we're here for. Like I literally have them turn back to back, put their backs to each other. And so what, what I can't see behind me, he can see. And what you can't see behind you, she can see. And that's complimenting one another. Mm-hmm. But and covering each other. But when you are in a place of competition, you're now trying to look face forward when he's trying to face forward and nobody got each other back. And so that's that's what we've learned in differences. Like that's why God made opposites attract. So that my strength and my weakness will be covered and your strength and your weakness will be covered. But until you come into that alignment, you're always going to come again. You're going to be comparing each other's strengths. To each other instead of not even I, like one of the things that me and him do is we take right and wrong out of our marriage relationship. Like there's no right and wrong because when I'm in right, I'm trying to make you wrong. Mm-hmm. And so when we take right and wrong out, we can hear each other. We can hear each other's heart because I can hear, I can hear your communication from your experiences from how you feel from the way you see from your filter and I'm not making it mean anything. I'm just being with it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Nikki. I'm gonna punch on you. You know, at the foot of pocket square, I'm fanning you and throw it at you. I had to go church on you on that one, man. That's good stuff right there. Well, uh, advice for couples, you know, if you have, you guys would have any advice for, because I know you you gave a rundown of the the things that it takes to have a successful relationship. But, you know, if you had a couple just walking by you, you just want to say, hey, make sure y'all do this. You know, just just a couple of things as far as advice. What do you guys have for that? We have have five things. What you got? So the first thing we wrote down is don't try to change each other. Yeah. Don't try to fix the person to be who you want them to be, like that robot or something. They have to be free who to be who they are. Sometimes in our mind we want to create something like she wanted don't want to dress this way, I want to act this certain type of way. But that's not being in a uh a, a relationship where the person can be free. So just letting the person be their authentic self, loving them for who they are. That's one. Mm-hmm. Number two is Learn to enjoy each other every day. Mm-hmm. You only have one day, one day at a time. Leave the past in the past. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing me and him do. We don't wake up the next day and bring up the previous conversation. Mm-hmm. And if we do, we make sure we talk it out until we're complete. Right. Until there's nothing else in that conversation that needs to be discussed. That's when later on down the road, you're having a conversation. You ain't bringing up stuff that happened five months ago that already supposed to have been dealt with. Don't bring the old stuff into new. So try to get rid. You have a discussion or disagreement. Try to finish that in that day and don't and, and move forward the next day so you can enjoy each other. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with this one. There's a uh, <clears throat> couple that lives by me, neighbors, and uh, the husband is a pastor, and he does you know marriage and counseling and everything. And he and his wife they do, and she has a thing, and I, I really like this, and I wanted to make sure I share it with you guys on those same lines. You know, uh, her advice is you know uh, give the negative uh, to God and give your spouse the positive. Yeah. I heard that. I almost threw, I almost threw the pocket <laughs> square <at> her. <laughs> Man, yeah. like, that is good. Yeah, you know? That is good. Yeah, that is. That is good. And so true. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. So the third one we said is don't take each other for granted. Love that. And then the fourth one was pray for each other and with each yeah. other. And that helps, that helps, that prevents separation. Right. Like when you're praying for one another, it keeps the intimacy. And praying and praying together too. I mean, praying together definitely helps out because now you're going to your God and you're putting them in the center of your relationship and both of y'all are going the same way. And y'all, you can see, hear your request that you're sending out to God and your spouse is hearing that you got her covered. Like, so... God come into this this relationship and whatever we falling short, just pick up the slack. So just praying for one, praying for each other, but then praying with each other. Yeah, that's one of the things that um, we really, really put into um, action. Because like even when we go to sleep, you know, how sometimes you have a disagreement, you talk it out, but your emotions ain't aligned yet. You know, your emotions still they caught up. What you get? They yeah, caught up. So. We get up in the morning, he kisses me before he leave out. And be, when I hit the car, I'm calling him so we can pray together. And so that's a, like, a, cause you gotta put practices in place in your marriage to keep it healthy. And that's one of the practices that we have in place that every day, every day, we every pray morning, for each other. Right. And then the last one um, we put was listen to each other. I like it, I like it. I'm still writing that, so give me. <laughs> Got to make sure I get that one down. That's a good one. Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you guys this: um, both of you um, individually are super blessed to have each other. Thank um, you. Right, right. And then, as a as a family, as a couple, um, you guys are blessed, and your families are blessed to have you as the model. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, I just want to say thank you guys so much for taking the time to open up and share, you know, your experiences and your relationship. And uh, I think it's amazing stuff. Um, you know, I think uh, it's a, it's a beautiful thing when you got two people that come together and, and just, I don't know, man, make beauty, <laughs> you know, like just, it's awesome, man. It's good stuff. Right. And uh, if you don't mind, if you guys would like to share, you know, where they can go follow you guys and support you guys with what you guys have going on. Support oh, the book, sure. you know. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> hey, go check out the book. Yes. I, I actually, did I have it? Where, where did I put the book? Oh, well, I had it here to show it, but the book is called Overcoming Identity Crisis. Okay. Um, and you can go to Amazon and just put in Nikki Pinkney and it will pop up. Um, but the, the book is written from a place like, you know, typically when you read books about people, you kind of like read from a memoir perspective. Mm -hmm. But when the Holy Spirit had me write the book, he didn't have me write it out like literally telling you every step of the way about my life. What he wanted to do is he told me to write the book for him. 
And so he pulled out detrimental moments in my life where he healed my identity. And in that, in that when the reader reads the book, they're going to, they're going to see themselves because he said he wants me to write it so that it can be a mirror for the reader. And so when the reader read it, they'll read areas of them. They'll see moments um, of themselves where they're living in performance or where they're not truly authentic or where they learned a way of being that that's really not them. And so and then the next part is like a journal. So they get to actually do the internal work. And then I have some coaching points in the journal to be able to coach them along. And so that's how that book is written, like really overcoming identity crisis. And identity crisis could just be that you, your, your parent wanted you to be a doctor and you really wanted to be a minister. You know what I'm saying? And so really coming into the true authentic you that God created you to be. Yeah. And so that's the whole, you know, that's what the, the book is about. Um, and then our business, Ezekiel Family Services, is our life coaching business. Both of us are certified life coaches. Um, I have my master's degree in marriage family, um, marriage family therapy. And then I also have a certification in spiritual therapy. Um, and spiritual therapy is more so, it's the therapy discipline, but it's from a biblical perspective. And so it takes the therapy practices and it's, you know how we have a, a cultural um, laws, regulations that we typically been to because that's the way that we've been taught to live. Well, what I do is I, I, I challenge my client to look at that and put it up against the word of God and the way that the kingdom lives and see what outcome they want. Do they want this cultural outcome or do they want the kingdom of God's outcome? And so we kind of go, go through that process of really learning how to align their, their thinking process in their life to develop the outcome of the kingdom so that they can get the promises that they see God have, have, have given them in their hearts and in their imaginations. Because oftentimes, you know, we want these outcomes that we see in our hearts, but we're on the wrong frequency. We're trying to produce from the way the world and the culture tells us to do something. We're trying to reduce a godly outcome that way, but we're not using the godly principles to do it. Yeah, you want so, FM, but you want AM. That's what I'm saying. And so it's just, that's, you know, kind of how we coach with the spiritual therapy. It's just a divine alignment. And so um, that's that's Ezekiel Family Services. And then they could get in touch with Ezekiel um, we have a Facebook page, Ezekiel Family Services. Um, we have our website, EzekielFamilyServices.com. Then we have our um, email, Ezekiel Services, um, Ezekiel Family Services at gmail.com. And then our phone number is 240-244-820285. And then my husband has his business too. He has... Um, splice, splice and Electric. It's electric electric company. So if you need any electrical needs, Matt, I mean we can take care of all of that from heavy up recess lights to the ceiling fans and stuff like that. So um you can you can reach me on my email, it's um J A Y. No, it's not. It's splice it. It's all email. It's splice it dot electrical at gmail.com. And then I, 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 
Oh, his, his, his number is 240-356-8900. Well, guys, I, I thank y'all again so much for taking the time um, to interview with the Chronicles. Good time. And thank everybody you. that, everybody that right. watches this for sure will be better because of your experiences. Thank, thank you for having us on. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. Okay. God bless, God bless you. you. Thank you. Go get it.